This podcast is sponsored by Mass Mutual. Every way we look out for the ones we love is an act of mutuality. Mass Mutual can help with financial ones. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is queer money. Your best tool, second only to your job performance for a pay raise or promotion, is a well-written annual review. And if there's one thing I know how to do is sell myself. (laughs) That's why we're sharing with you our six tips to write the best annual review ever. And we are also providing you with a cheat sheet that you can actually copy and paste literal language into your review and then modify it according to your job or your role and get the best review ever. So go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 122 to download our free swipe copy to get that best annual review language. If you like this episode, please take a screenshot on your phone of this episode, share it on Instagram along with your favorite point or quote and tag at Queer Money Podcast. Let's get started. So, Mr. Otten, aside from me working for a major uh, female dog some one time, <laughs> I had a relatively stellar career. And a lot of that I attribute to the fact that I'm really good at interviewing and I'm also really good at selling myself in annual performance reviews. And in fact, I was so good at doing this. I remember there were colleagues of mine that would let me review their annual reviews first edit them so that before they submit them to their boss so that they could get the best response or hopefully a job promotion or a raise that they could possibly get. So that's what we're talking about today, providing our listeners with some language and some pointers so that they can get the best annual review ever. And then what that does is that increases, gives you a job promotion or it gives you a raise. And then you have more money that you can put towards retirement or investments to increase your financial security. Right. And we know this isn't the end of the year when you're going to be doing your annual review. We're actually giving you a couple of months head start on this because there's a couple of tips here that you'll actually need a little bit of extra time to work on. So Exactly. So you are going to take us down with pointer one. Yeah. So the easiest place to start is to start with your last year's review. Your last year's review is basically kind of your jumping off point. What you did last year was what you used to create your goals for this year. So go back and look at your annual review from last year. You know, when you do an annual review, you need to give defined measurements so that your boss or whoever you report to, they can actually see that you have made progress. And for every measurement, you need at least two data points. So you need your starting point and where you landed. So for example, I said I was going to take 7,000 phone calls this year, and I actually took 7,700, or you know, you need the, those two data points, what your goal was and what you achieved. Uh, and that allows you to actually give them some true actionable steps or proof that you've actually made progress over the year, that you actually met those goals. Um, the other thing you can do is, is to look to see if there were any changes that happened throughout the year. Maybe you w- were working towards a particular goal, but some Something, a project came along or something uh, moved you in a completely different direction. Remember to look back at that beginning portion of the year because w- before you made that change or where you're at today with your job, you actually did make some progress. You want to document that. You want to prove to your boss that you did something those first three months or six months of the year. Although you may not have actually completed something, you still want to say that you were actually in a process and you were working towards something. It's a good 
good place for for you to 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 show that you're actually working all year long. One of the other things is that you actually want to um, prove to your boss that you've made this progress. And one of the ways you can do that is actually using, as John mentioned earlier, this swipe copy that we've created for you. The best language that you can use is these steps that we've provided for you. So go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 122 to download this because we actually have specific words or sentences that you can copy and paste and then just plug in your data into that. Exactly. So you definitely want to provide quantifiable measurements to your boss to show the value that you've added to your boss or your team or the organization. Step number two is to be specific and detailed, um, especially if you're working for a senior manager or somebody at a higher level position. They don't have a lot of time for fluff. They don't want war and peace from you. Um, and a lot of times I think people who are required to fill out annual reviews feel like they've got to be really wordy and verbose. And you're not writing war and peace. You know, you're not writing prose here for your, you're not trying to excite your boss or to put them to sleep. Um, you want to be specific and detailed. They want actionable measurements. So, you know, take out the bullshit. Don't get drowned in, in, in fancy words. Just provide the facts. Um, like we like to say is, you know, go dragnet style, just give the facts. Your boss will appreciate that because I'll guarantee you that a lot of your colleagues are going to give them lots of fluff. And if you can provide specific and detailed measurements of the value you've added, you're going to make them happy. Exactly. Now, point number three is all about the money. You want to prove to your boss or give your boss the ammunition to prove to their boss that you actually help the company achieve something, especially when it comes to money. So, for example, you may be earning forty, fifty thousand dollars a year, but the company is actually paying probably fifty, sixty thousand dollars for you to exist as an employee because of all the benefits that they have to pay. So they want proof that you actually help them earn at least that, if not more than that amount of money. So how do you do that? Well, you give your boss quantifiable examples of the value that you provide to your team, to your boss, to your department, or the company in general. So for example, one of the the swipe copy verbiage that we have for you is to use this formula. I did A, which resulted in B. So let's say, for example, I sold 700 products and that brought in $25,000. That actually gives you a quantifiable way of proving to your boss that you're actually helping the company move forward. And if, like us, you're getting to a time in your life when you're starting to think about the financial ways of protecting your loved ones, Mass Mutual is there to help. So step number four is be real. So like I said before, get rid of the bullshit. But here you kind of want to just bullshit just a little bit. Add a little bit of fluff, but not too much. You want to sell yourself. You're, you don't want to be too pragmatic and you don't want to be too boring. It's just like when you go to buy a car. The salesman is giving you a little bit of, 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 of icing on the cake. And you kind of want to give your boss a little bit of that too. But you don't want to become too mired down in false acclamations, right? Because uh, you don't want to your, your boss to think, okay, well, now he's just selling me a used car, right? Because that could result in a no bonus or a small bonus, which is not what we're here to do today. So be real, but maybe add a little bit of excitement to your performance review. And then next included in this step is 
never admit mistakes. Um, this is very important. Lots of people will say that I didn't accomplish this particular project or I didn't accomplish this particular goal. Don't do that. You want to put on your attorney's hat, never admit a mistake, but rephrase the words or your politician's hat, rephrase the words so it maybe looks a little bit more positive. So rather than saying I failed at X, Y, and Z, you say that I had a challenge with X, Y, and Z, or maybe even say that the firm needs to improve on X, Y, and Z. Um, that way, it's kind of you're kind of spreading the responsibility around. You're not putting all the responsibility. You're not putting that at yourself. All right, thanks, John. Now, point number five is probably one that a lot of us struggle with, especially in the casual world we live in today. This is the idea of being proper. You know, John just said, "Be real." This is being proper, and some of us struggle with this. This isn't when you're writing a review. You're not writing an email or a handwritten note to your boss. It's not a text, so don't drop in all sorts of uh, emojis or uh, <laughs> or verbiage that you would generally use when you're talking to a friend. There's actually this is when you want to use proper grammar, punctuation, spelling. Remember, your boss most likely is going to be reviewing these and giving them to their superior. So how would you talk to not your boss, but your boss's boss, or maybe even further up the chain? You may have to go that high to actually prove that you are worthy of getting a promotion or a raise for the year. So be proper. Don't rely on spell check, but actually make sure you're using it. Also, use dictionary.com to check that you're using the right words. You're using your or your which one should you actually be using? So make sure you're using the correct grammar there and that it's spelled correctly. The other thing you can do is use thesaurus.com as a way to find maybe words that you've used repetitively so you can replace some of these words with a better sounding word or more appropriate word or one that you can just maybe not use so often so that you don't sound just like you're a robot repeating the same words over and over. And finally, use Grammarly, Grammarly.com to triple check your spelling and your grammar is a great place to kind of clean up the whole review once you're done. Yeah, we use all of those with all, uh, platforms with all of our writing all the time. So it's, they're definitely valuable. Uh, but again, don't rely on them, um, but use them as guidance to see where there are maybe areas of improvement. And finally, point six, prepare all year long for your best annual review. So this is you know coming out in October. So maybe this is a strategy that you start to implement the first of the year. So the first day you go into your office or you log onto your computer of the, of the new year, create a folder in your email and also a folder on your computer, both titled for that particular year. So for this coming year, it would be 2019. For next year, it'd be 2020. And then as the year goes along, as you complete projects or as assignments um, come in and, you, and they're completed or uh, you receive good accolades, go ahead and file those in your emails or file those in, on your desktop so that they're actually easy to access when it's time to do your annual review. You're not going to use all of this information in your annual review throughout the whole year, but it's easier to have them filed in one place so you can pick and choose the best to include in your annual review. And then another way that to do this is a suggestion that David had was in your email or on your desktop, create a me folder so that anytime you get a positive comment from a superior, um, even from a peer, um, you want to file those away because um, those positive comments, especially from superiors, sort of reinforce the the data, the quantifiable data that you're also including in your annual review. So if you've got that quantifiable data and you've got your bosses and your boss's peers and your peers talking about how awesome you are, that 
just really solidifies your annual review and and increases the chances that you're going to get the best promotion or the best raise possible. Absolutely. Who doesn't love a good testimonial, you know, whether it's a product or your own, you know, for yourself, that's, yeah. that's a great way to, to self-promote. <laughs> exactly. And we've all had that ex- example of, or, or the scenario where like the boss's boss sent us an email saying that we did great on something that we had no idea that they were watching. So save that. And that's definitely something you want to include because if your boss's boss is giving you accolades, that reinforces how awesome you are. And you want to make sure that your boss knows that so that they go to bat for you and get you that increased promotion or raise. So these are kind of our general guidelines uh, for writing your best annual review. You know, our goal here is to help you get that promotion or raise. And when you get that, it can increase your income. It can build your confidence, build your financial security for the future. So our whole goal is here is to help you create that financial future that you want. And so in order to do this, we are going to suggest once again, go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 122 to download the swipe copy that will allow you to have all of the verbiage you need to start creating your annual review. To learn more about our sponsor, MassMutual, or to find an advisor, visit massmutual.com. Finally, if you like this episode, please take a screenshot on your phone of this episode, share it on Instagram along with your favorite point or quote, and tag at Queer Money Podcast. Thank you. Until next week.